You're listening to Pilot Lights, which contains explicit content and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised, especially for listeners under 18. did it okay so this was so hard because i've been wanting to read this to you okay so scrolling uh-huh and i found these pencils astrology pencils and whoever posted it only posted the cancer and the leo ones but uh-huh this one is for for you you ready yes cancers have all the feels mm-hmm. i'm fine i'm stabbing you in my mind <laughs> Ghosting master, but that one is a selfie pencil, so if you hold it up in the mirror, it's... Yep. Um, I'm just going to stay home tonight. <laughs> no offense, I just don't like people. Because I only need one friend. Yeah. And professional introvert. Oh, yeah. That's so me. <laughs> and the Leo ones, because... Kate. Kate. Look what I can do. Yep. But let's get back to me. Did someone say jello shots? <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. Leos have the most stalkers. Even your mom loves me. Just spoon feed me compliments and my aura shoots rainbows and glitter. Oh my god, my mom really would love Kate so much more than me. (laughs) Hi, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Riley. And you're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. Yay! Um, and today is a very, very special episode because it's the beginning of October. Double spoop. So we're doing double spoop. <laughs> well, that's stuck now. Double spoop. Double spoop. Um, so for this entire month, you can look forward to listening to us for twice as long. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so basically, we're going to be doing double episodes. So we're picking two episodes of things to watch back to back. And it's Halloween, so spoop. It's all going to be spoop. Yeah. But before we get started, we do want to say thank you, especially to some, most of our recent reviewers. Yeah. Specifically to, well, I mean, the two reviewers. Yes. Not really specifically. It's just the two of them. Well, no, there's been other ones that I didn't, like, bother to track down their names recently. But, But, like, these are people that support us also IRL and not just online. Like, we, we know them and appreciate them, and it's just really nice when our personal lives overlap with our hustle yeah well hustle whatever ish uh but thank you very 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 much to sailor and Alyssa. thank you for your reviews and if you want to shout out about a review like seriously go over to your apple Podcasts, leave us five stars and a review and if you leave like your name or like a clue to your name and if i can figure it the fuck out I will say your name, or someone will say your name. Yeah. So, yeah. And we'll be happy to do that for And that's you. just because of, like, business stuff. It, like, literally has nothing to do with us. We don't really care. But every time we get reviews, we end up higher on the charts. Mm-hmm. And we like that because the more we're on the charts, the more people listen to us. All the fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. 
Um, really quick, though, because I just want to be able to talk about Sailor for a second. Um, Sailor and I used to work together way back in the day, because it's now, what, 2019? So, like, seven years ago. Yeah. And Sailor was one of my first roommates when I actually officially moved into Portland and had a house of my own. And Sailor moved in on a whim because Sailor was having a really crappy apartment situation at that time so he moved in and i had only known sailor for maybe three days at that point Mm -hmm. because we worked together and sailor moved in and then i basically defined my year of living with sailor with hearing sass being yelled from from his room in in between like them smoking weed drinking pbr and eating broccoli cheddar soup like almost exclusively (laughs) i love this so much um very specifically pbr broccoli cheddar soup and weed. Those were, like, the three things. And, of course, Sailor's cat. Um, and Alyssa, you're just adorable. And Alyssa sent me a goat one year for my birthday. Like a whole goat? Like a stuffed animal goat. Oh, my God. I was, like, picturing a goat, like... Like, showing up. Like, on a leash. Or just, like, not on a leash. Like, just a mystery goat showing up at your well, house. Well, so the funniest part was is that when she sent me the goat, it came in a little box. I'm and it said, that I'm also gonna like Yeah, this. do the thing. Um, it said, you goat male... <laughs> and I opened it, and I, apparently they messed up her order, so the first goat I got, it didn't have any indication as to where it came from or who sent it, and I had literally no idea. And then four days later, another goat showed up with a card that was from her. So the company, like, forgot to put the card in from one of them and just sent me another goat. That's magical. Yeah. I want mystery goats to wander you into my mail. backyard. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> okay. moving on. We also definitely want to recognize a couple of quick events that are happening. Yeah. Uh, so the first one that's coming up will be uh, in three days from when this comes out. Yeah, come find us. Please come find us. Um, it's going to be an event hosted by the Baked Boxer. Um, it's in Springvale, Maine, which is, for those of you familiar with Maine, it's about 35, 40 minutes from Portland. It's an easy it's an easy <laughs> drive, honestly. Um, and general admission tickets for the event start at $10, and the Super VIPs are at 70, and there's a couple tiers in between. Yeah, and um, Riley doesn't know this yet, but uh, not only are we judging the edibles contest. Oh, man. Oh, no. (laughs) We're judging the costume contest. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. Oh, yeah. I was like, we can be judgy. We We know how to be judgy. We're so judgy. (laughs) We're so judgy. We're so. This is made for us. No, it's literally what we do on the podcast is we're judgy. And not negatively judgy. Well, I mean, we're negatively judgy about, you know, shit that can handle being... Anyways, (laughs) take a shot, sugar tits. Mostly bad air, let's be real. Honestly, it's always like, hey, I had that outfit. Wow, Um, that's so good. (laughs) Oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, my God, I don't know if I'm gonna... Okay, go on. Um, this will be really interesting. Um, so the $70 um, Super VIP tier gives you access to some of our exclusive stickers, which yeah. are amazing. I still have one left of the, the bonuses you gave me, and I don't know when I'm going to put it on. I <coughs> gave mine away to um, some of our recent collaborators. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I just, I don't know where I'm going to put the other one. Um, and we're also going to be collecting dollar bills, y'all, yeah. for raffles. Yep. 
And bring your phone, too, for our Definitely raffle. Definitely bring your and phone. And our raffle is going to have a piece from Scentsybox, stuff from Truffle Shuffle, um, stuff from an upcoming sponsor, Regina Spices. Uh, God, the list is in my notebook, and it's, like, getting so long, oh, it's yeah. absurd. So it's um, going to be easily over $100 value. Oh, my God, already, like, way over that. So, like, please come. This is just a way for us to, like... Cover costs of the show and exactly. cover our costs of being there and stuff like that. So, so yeah, please come find us. We would love to make friends. And we're going to have a really fun time, we're I think. We're really I fun time. I mean, <laughs> we have to judge an edibles contest. I think we'll be forced into having a fun time. Yeah, it, it won't matter if we want to have a fun time or not. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. All right. All right. And then um, the next event that's coming up will be the week after. And it will kind of, yeah, seven days. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, How weeks work. I know. I was doing the math in my head. So on Saturday the 12th, there's going to be a dance party. And it's not just any regular old dance party. Um, It's going to be benefiting SLAP. And for those of you who aren't from Portland, Maine, SLAP is going to sound weird at first. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time. It's the superhero lady arm wrestlers of Portland. And we're hosting a dance party in advance of Slapsgiving, which will be in November. Um, The cover is just a suggested donation, uh, usually starting at $5. There's going to be a superhero costume contest for this. Yeah, come dressed as any superhero you want to be. It doesn't have to be, like, a real one. You can make one up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to wear holographic pants in my, like, light Oh, those ones, like... The bubble pants. Dubai last yeah. year. Those are magic. The ones from Five Below. Anyways. Yeah. Um, additionally, there's also going to be a panty for panty drive. And what that means is that slap, which we silk screen tons of panties. And not just like shitty tidy whities Like we no, went to like TJ so Maxx. There's cute. like really nice. And there's really an nice array underwear. of sizes. There's a variety. A large variety. So we silk screen a shit ton of panties with the slap logo on the back so you can tell people to slap your ass. Um, but for every pair that we sell, they're making a donation to a woman in need because yep. that's something that's easily overlooked with the homeless populations yep. in donations is the fact that underwear is disposable for them. Yeah. It's not something that they can you know, wash. wash and dry and store yeah. and carry with them. So underwear yeah. very much is like you wear it for probably a week and then have to throw it away. Yeah. Um, which for women is especially hard. Yeah. Considering and all the jingle jangles that happen down yeah. there. And they're also con- um, collecting <clears throat> period products yeah. um, for a offshoot group called Plug. Plug. Portland, Portland ladies, ladies against U- United. Gar- United against Garnet Flow. Yes. I got it. Got it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's also a super needed item. And so please bring that half box of tampons that you decided you hated or those pads that like you haven't really used since you went on that birth control. Or how about this too? Or like switch to a menstrual cup and give us all your leftover paper products. Yeah. Because again, that's something that's easy to distribute to a woman in need or a female bodied individual in need. Yeah. So, yeah, um, or go to your CVS and use your CVS fucking points on an extra bag of tampons and oh, yeah. uh, throw it at us. It's much appreciated. Yeah. So that is October 12th at Flask. Riley will be there. I I'll will be not. there. I have my I'll final wedding of the season that I am stoked about. I'll definitely. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really jelly. I have sponsors for you today. <laughs> 
And I'm very excited about our first one. Great. You're going to do that while I... You're going to hit that have, dab ring? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been so long since I've had a dab. I know. It was a really long okay, time for me, but too. But lately, all I've been doing, I've made a grav bong in my kitchen out of one of the flour things that I took from Whole Foods. <laughs> That I said I would return. Never. It's not happening. It's just like a permanent fixture now in the corner of the kitchen is a grab bomb made with like a co- two liter Coca-Cola bottle and I'll do it and then like I only cut a couple little holes in the bottom so then I just like carry around a Coca-Cola bottle filled with smoke. I was home alone all weekend, guys. <laughs> I, I had a time. It was the time. It was a time. It was the best of times and it was the worst of times. Okay. So while Riley's hitting that dab over there... Um, our first sponsor today is our Best Bud sponsor. That is Candies. If you haven't heard about Candies, they are an LGBT space um, here in Portland, Maine that is soon to be opening, if not opened already by the time this comes out. They're going to be located at 34 Portland Street, and they are going to have, and their mission really, and I pulled this right from their website, is to create space and resources for queers and allies. And... Basically, they have a small coffee shop, and they'll have some food. There's a library that I saw the stamps going on over the oh, weekend. So Basically, you can support them by buying membership at Candies. You get discounts on your food, your drinks, happy hour. You get exclusive events. You can book rooms easier. All of that fun stuff. So please go support them. It is fabulous to finally have this community resource, and we want to give them as much love as humanly possible. Especially when... I just got into a fight with somebody on the internet Yeah. about the need for spaces where community gatherings can occur that's not just a brewery. Yeah. And no shade to the breweries that have given us spaces to hold events and activities and communal places where we don't normally have a place to meet. Um, Shout out to them for doing that for us. But it's not always a comfortable environment. And Portland, Maine has a really massive sober community, especially within the queer community of Portland. Um, It's something that very much affects all of us. And I'm really stoked to have another place similar to Quill where people can be part of a community and yeah yeah, maybe there's some alcohol served but it's not the focus of it it's not a bar right Right. so i'm super stoked about that yeah Uh, and if you do want to find candies on the internet there's a few places you can do that their (laughs) website is candies c-a-n-d-y-s loves you dot space or you can check out their insta at candies spelled the same way c-a-n-d-y-s loves you and we love them so please go support them And then next we have our subscription sponsor. So our subscription sponsor this evening is Scentsybox. You can find them at... Shit, no way. (gasps) Crazy. (laughs) S-E-N-S-I-B-U-X.com. And if you haven't heard yet, it means you've been living under a rock. They are Stoner's Lifestyle Box. They are amazing and we love them. And every month, Helen hand curates a fun little box and sends it in the mail to you. And we put up our unboxing videos on our Instagram, so go check that out. Because our the last September one. one is fucking hilarious. I watched it the other day again for yeah. like the third time, and it's still funny when I see <laughs> the skateboarders. <laughs> like, that's my favorite part. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And so in October, they're doing a hand-blown Sherlock pipe and a whole bunch of other fun oh Halloween goodies. Have we gotten it yet? No, it's too early. Remember, it's still September in real time. Yeah, but it's like I know it's really so hard. Tomorrow. Okay, anyways. Right. But if you place your order by the 11th, you too can get that. <laughs> you can be just like us. And also if you use the code RK10, you get a 10% discount 
on your first order and you help support the show. So that's pretty rad too. Go do that. And then finally, our stoner sponsor tonight is Aim Higher Extractions. Which, yeah, that's delicious. I know. You can find them at aimhire207.com. And basically what they do is specialize in solventless extractions and, like, the squishing part of things is sort of how I refer to it. <laughs> the squishing. Um, I mean, okay. Pete's motto is he turns your green into gold, which I really love. I fucking love it so much. So I, It's such a good motto. I'm the only one who's gotten to meet Pete so far, but we're going to hang out with him at the Baked Boxer event in a few days. And he's super cool. I basically got to see, like, how this all works finally. Yeah. And it finally, like, makes a little bit of sense in my head. So, because he specializes in solventless extractions, he starts with essentially bubble hash. And so, what I love. Right. It's hard to find. Like, the last place I got bubble hash from was Love Light Medicinals. Yeah. And so, basically, what he does is he takes your flower that has been flash frozen and he gets all that keefy goodness magic out of it. And then he takes all that keefy goodness magic. And applies heat and pressure and makes rosin. So, like... So, that's what live rosin is. It's live flower, like live trichomes. okay. Okay? I've always wondered what that was, but I was always too embarrassed to ask. I, like, Googled it and it didn't make any sense. Yeah, which is really great, which is one of the reasons why I like doing this podcast. Yeah, and so... So basically, it's just the right combination of heat and pressure. Okay. And he's got, like, one of those magic squishing machines. I took a picture of it, but it's not a very good picture, so I'm hoping we can go back. But I've also seen people do it with a hair straightener. Oh, yeah. Like, there are, like, tutorials and stuff online, because when I was trying to Google the definition of rosin, it was like, here's how you make it. And I'm like, I I mean, I get how you make it now. I just wanted a straight fucking forward definition. Okay, but, like, the, the workarounds for that shit? Yeah. So, for drugs, I mean. Oh, yeah. That the internet even has. Like, oh. I tried to look up how to do a whip it. Yeah. Over the weekend. Yeah. Which I'm not condoning that behavior, but I had a thing of whipped cream, and it was at the end of it, and I was home alone, and I was like, okay, well, is it at the beginning or at the end? And I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. And I literally could not find it anywhere. It's the beginning. Yeah, and then I, I, mean, I don't, finally I don't found know. it. And then I finally found it, and I was like, oh, it's the beginning, and then I just... I would just... Finished my ice cream sundae, masturbated, and went to bed. I would just like to point out that all of my first jobs were in ice cream shops. <laughs> so, my ex did one once, and wow, this weed is great. I know. Usually we don't say this until halfway into the episode. Okay, so... Stop. Hold on. Let me finish talking about Pete and the magic that he makes. So, basically... Pete's the magic um, This... Lived by the sea. ...is a live rosin, and it is made from wedding cake flour that he grew... And he grows in 100% organic living soil with high-efficiency LEDs. So, basically, nice. he, he described it as Whole Foods for the dab world. Aw, I feel like that's a bit of what mainly medical is going for, too. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate that. And But he is, like, really specializing in the, like, the extraction yeah. more than the caregiving aspect of things. Which is kind of great. Those are the people that I like to get to know. Yeah. Because hearing them talk about something that they're passionate about, you recognize, again, this is something about destigmatizing something that I was holding internally that I didn't realize. Yeah. Is that there's always that stigma attached to people who smoke weed. Yeah. That they don't know what they're doing. Right. Just in general, like in life. Like, right. Which is totally accurate for me. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. But 
there's always been this stigma around potheads where it's like they're not intelligent enough to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, and right. they're constantly being portrayed in everything as kind of, you know, the bum and but like it's slowly right. starting to change where it's being more and more normalized. Yeah, and, and like that's, that's really important because smart people smoke weed too and you can do both. Like they're oh, yeah. not mutually exclusive. No, they just don't talk about it as much. Yeah. You know, it's basically what it boils down to. So yeah, this is wedding cake rosin. Basically wedding cake will make you relaxed, happy, euphoric, and uh, creative, it's got a very high THC content, and then it's a rosin anyway, so that means... And it's, it's so fucking tasty. Really high. The major side effect that you need to worry about that I am definitely feeling... Dry mouth? Dry mouth. Oh, yeah, I feel it. Yep, real big. Maybe we'll take a little pause before we start recording. Yeah, we might have to. Yeah, it's a thing. But, yeah, I really liked hanging out with Pete. He's got a brand new setup, like, being built right now, which should be open within weeks of this airing. So, please, if you are a caregiver, a grower in Maine, even if you're growing for yourself, he can process your your weed. And if you are a person who finds concentrates really helpful, he is your dude. No, like, like literally that's delicious. It's been maybe six minutes since I took a hit of that. It's delicious. Super, super, super smooth. It's honestly the most flavorful rosin I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And there are some like shatters that I've tried that I really like, but that is just delicious. But what I really love about about this is that it because it's solventless, there's no butane. Yep. It is just heat super, and pressure. Super, super clean. So it's super clean and it tastes so good. And we're back! Yay! Good job, us! Uh, <laughs> like how we acted it out, even though we're not on film. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Um, so, double spoop time. Double spoop time. All right. First one, we're going to watch... Hey, have you seen Penny Dreadful before? Oh, my fucking God. We're going to watch fucking Penny Dreadful. Oh, Which my God. I don't remember making Kelsey watch with me. Riley. At least twice. At least twice. At least twice has made me watch this show with her. And I have this one particular episode. I've never watched past this episode. I think I probably will because I need something to binge right now. It's a good one to binge, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of binge-worthy shows, I just started Harlots. Oh, yeah. Good I job. I love it. I've only done the first episode yeah. so far, but. I, I love, love that one. Okay. But I'm also conflicted because I kind of want to binge Misfits. Also do that. So, you ready? I am so ready. Okay, so you... So, the idea of a Penny Dreadful is... So, Penny Dreadfuls were these short stories that were being distributed a lot in the Victorian era. And they're always, like, super macabre, like, gothic horror stories. Yeah. And they were a penny. Right. You know, just like any other pamphlet you'd get on the street, a newspaper. Yeah. They're the Penny Dreadfuls. And they ended up turning into serials, which ended up turning into, you know, longer like books, etc. And the thing that I remember about this show... Is that it's entirely steeped in literature and filled with beautiful people? Yes, that's exactly it. Oh. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, it's oh. that it's all, like, literary references. Yep. So I'm gonna, like, show my nerd, and so is Rye. Is essentially what I'm getting at. <laughs> I like that you kind of wave downwards. I'm gonna show my nerd. Show my nerd. Her skin right. is fantastic. Yeah, we're honing in on a tiny Victorian-era child and her mother sleeping in a bed. And, of course, the child looks beautiful, but mom looks rough. Do you really think that, like, 
children then looked pristine. No, that one just happens to look beautiful. And she'll only yeah. look beautiful for the next, like, Two years. six years, maybe. <laughs> oh, so you were generous. <laughs> I was so nice about that. Wow. But, like, like, the mom's probably only, what, like, 12 years older than her, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe 25. Um, and this child is 12. Sophie, those are my toes. Yeah. She, like, we should get her a bandana. She could have a coral bandana on the right. Sophie. Did I ever tell you that's what I want my burlesque name to be? Coral bandana? Coral on the left. Oh. Because that's a, a weird secret about me that I'm not going to voice entirely. Just if you know what you I know. mean. You know what I mean. Okay. So mom is, everything's very dark because it's Victorian. No, it's because everything's fucking candlelight. Jesus. And this house would be dark if you only had a candle. You would be dark if you only had a candle. I don't know. <laughs> she's gotta go to the potty. And she's terrified. Or cold. She's cold. But now she's getting a little freaked oh, out. Ah! Now I'm freaked out. <laughs> Good thing I'm rewatching this because I tried to get Gaston to watch this with me the other day. And they're like, is it like jumpy scary i'm like no yeah it is yeah it is so tiny child with one sock on is going to find her mama who just got literally ripped out the fucking window above the toilet slash pot latrine (laughs) mom and little british children looking for their mother is always terrifying dr especially when he only has one sock she she they they Neither. This being <laughs> one of the things I had to do for my new non nonprofit job was yeah. I had to take a disc assessment, which is kind of like a Meyer Briggs test. Oh yeah. And it asked me at the beginning if I was male, female. I choose not to identify, or I identify with neither. Tiny child is scared. Oh yeah. Okay, so this was on Showtime, and I looked up the premiere date, and it was Patrick's birthday. Oh. <laughs> in two thousand fourteen. Okay, well, we we know who it's... Okay, so Reeve Carney is a beautiful human. Timothy Dalton. Who's Ava Green? Do I know her? But, like, when I look through this, it starts, like, coming to me as to what all of the characters are supposed to be is all alluded to. Yeah. So, for anybody who hasn't seen this, basically, half the fun of watching it for the first time is slowly realizing that every single person is a stand-in for a literary character. Yeah. Um, And it's really fun trying to figure out whose story is whose, and... And some of them are outwardly named, but not all of them. And some of them are more obvious than others. Right. Um, Sorry. That's okay. And there's a creepy snake, and a guy with a creepy Victorian bowler hat on... Wolf teeth. And a werewolf. Ooh. And I Josh love Hartnett. Josh Hartnett's face. All I can think about is, like, old, like, 90s movies with him. It's true. When he was, like, the baby heartthrob. Also, that, that guy from, um, he was in Misfits and yep. he was in Harlots. Oh. Yes, yeah. that's right. He is. Yep. He's the security guard. Yep. Ish. Um, yeah. I was gonna say. Keep watching. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, um, I have an ex- who was weirdly obsessed with Josh Hartnett. So we watched 40 Days and 40 Nights a lot. Okay, but I'm obsessed with Shannon Sossaman. Because this ex is from roughly the same place as Josh Hartnett, so they kind of, like, grew up in the same coffee shops and, like, yeah. All right, so here's... 
this woman, who I was really frustrated to find out her name is not Penny. Oh, that's rude. Also, from that angle that they start showing her in, it looks like she does not have a head. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> so she's praying and the bugs are coming out. We learned last month during Stephen King month that when the bugs come out, nothing good happens. Oh, yeah. And that's not even a bug. It's, it's just a, a spider. gross spider. I don't even like it. God, she is, like, absolutely fucking gorgeous. Stunning. Yeah. Oh, those cheekbones. She's, like, one of the most intense, unique-looking actresses. Yeah. With just, like, Oh, and the spider's on her. Oh, I had a spider crawl up the back of my neck when I was smoking last night. Okay, so we got one of those Dyson handheld vacuum situations. Like, the cordless ones. And it is essentially the spider, um... Oh, spider grabby? It is essentially the spider vacuum now. Oh my god. <laughs> but where I was referring to Ghostbusters in a... Okay, so way. I've but always I'm tried to figure this out. So she's being possessed? That's what I thought. So, like, so she... She's praying at the... Right. And so the she's... The effigy or whatever. Right. And then she has a spider on her hand, and the spider raises up his, like front legs like he's gonna bite her and she just stares at him and then he crawls away and then that happens so london september 22nd 1891 and we have josh hartnett as a cowboy in a wild west show yeah oh my god can you imagine reformatting old school wild west shows into a burlesque piece oh i'm certain like a burlesque that would be so fun we could have somebody who's like an archer, we could have the bearded lady, like oh, all of those things, like God. a carnival themed. Yeah, let's do so it. Oh, Josh Hartnett and your silly little face. Okay, but I think it's cool that they like do the stage makeup, like over the top stage makeup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that he's a like gunman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Though, for the most part, women are better marksmen. Mm-hmm. But he has curly, long, pretty lady hair. It's definitely a wig, and he's wearing a lot of makeup. Yeah, he is, and it's so definitely a wig. But the ladies get great clothes. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. He's being all flirty, winky, winky pants. Okay, that's being all fucky. And now he's fucking her. Look at his Gunslinger butt, of the West. He does have a nice bum. She she has a dumb moan, but I like her face. God. That Do you ever like so much work? Oh, I hate that. Also, like a quickie like that is not that fun. No. You're making those noises because you're uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> or you're trying to, like, live up to expectations. Yeah, that, you're faking it. Yeah. Or, like, your corset's too tight. But also, like... Oh, no, she was lacing it back up. She had taken it off. Okay. But, like... He doesn't even know her name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget you. I like that he took his stage mustache off to fuck, though. I do oh, appreciate I that. Oh, I would have kept that would have been too tickly to I Ethan mean, from your father. There's an engraved watch. Okay, but that font was definitely developed in, like, the 1920s, because I'm pretty sure that was Garamond. <laughs> Which was, let's see. The historian on the Showtime channel cannot get past the fucking art school kids. Oh, well, the thing is, is that the, some of it's 
intentionally anachronistic. So of course it is. Um, okay, the girl who's not Penny, who was praying, is possibly possessed, is talking to hot Josh Cowboy Hartnett. <clears throat> oh, night work. Oh, well, fuck me then. Garamond's based off of a font that was invented in, like, 1465. Well, you were wrong. <sighs> it's also the same font that's used in all the Harry Potter books. Anyways. <laughs> you thought you were going to show your nerd? <laughs> oh. So this always reminds me of, like, FBI profiling. Yeah. I fucking love it. Um, it arouses me for some reason. So have you watched Mindhunter yet? Yes. Oh I my have. god. I haven't finished it though. I've just watched I the first couple of episodes. binged it. I see a man who's been accustomed to wealth but has given himself to excess and the unbridled pleasures of youth. I would give like myself to, to the... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's... Except I'll be bridled. <laughs> gross in your I was... house. <laughs> well now it's gross. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of it like that. <laughs> well, that's literally the first thing I thought of. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to take another dab and gonna, ho- don't break the banger. not break the banger again. I don't, what did you do? It literally snapped in half. No, but, like, what did you do? I put the resin in it. Was the... I don't know. Never mind. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It just broke. It just happened. I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, see, I always heat it up a lot more, too. Well, I w- it did last time, and then it broke. It's not supposed to. I know. Do you have a name? I love that. Yes. I'm not giving it to you, but it's not fucking Penny, and that's annoying. Okay, so, speaking of TV shows you should watch, uh-huh. have you seen Superstore yet? No, but okay, I've heard. Okay, binge it. That's okay. a bingeable one. I don't like funny things. You like Parks and Rec. I can't... I'm very particular about my funny things. Give it a shot. Okay. I didn't expect you to be on time. I never keep a lady waiting. Very wise. This way, please. This is too far away. Alright, so they went down an alley, they're going down a secret doorway, and it's being opened by a man who's very clearly from somewhere in Asia. Um, definitely Chinese, actually. Oh, they're in an opium den. Oh my god. Which is a whole thing about... Ugh. Yeah. We sold them opium. Like, we as in... Oh, yeah. They sold them opium. And got them wicked addicted. Yep. It wasn't even, like, a thing before that. Yeah. Ugh. Opium's, like... I've only ever seen real opium once. And I was 13. I love your parents. It was not my parents. I'm shocked. I know. Oh my god, speaking of my parents, though, I found... A bunch of photos today where I can see bowls and bongs in the background and on the tables now. And I'm like, yes! Okay. So what? Okay, so he's got a gun. Yeah. Scary bowler hat man. 
So basically, like, she's like, meet me at this location, and she doesn't tell him why she needs him. Right. So it's like one of those, like, classic tropes of, like, vetting somebody. Just be like, oh, I think you're good at this. I'm not going to tell you what's going to go up. What's right. going to happen, but I'm going to take a risk that you're not going to die right. while I execute this test to see if you can fit in with us. She's got a fabulous, like, maroon jacket. Everything about her is fabulous. Have you watched up to the sex scene? There's a lot of queer sex scenes in this show. I'm always really high when we watch uh, it. Okay. So let me figure out which episode has the sex scene where Josh Harnett has sex with a dude. You always tell me of this. It's amazing! Okay, so now we're getting like big... Big... Oh, they're definitely vampires. Okay, but that guy's real hot. Yeah, he is. I like how he talks out of the side of his mouth. Okay. So I like how they're like, we're gonna give this random dude a chance against a bunch of goddamn vampires. Right, this is very rude of them. Oh no, is the master vampire the tiny child? Um. Is it the tiny girl? No. Okay. Alright. One of those vampires looks like the classic, like, Ren. Oh, yeah. I think it happens when they're in the shadows. Yeah. Oh. Ah! I love ridiculous fight scenes. I do, too. This is why this is this is perfect. He's just, like, shooting at Rando. Oh, no. Yup. Oh, wow. That guy's head is not there anymore. I like how she's, like, on a fucking mission, and she has no concern about the people that are, you know, fighting her battle for her. Yeah. Which, I mean, is classic, like... She's the captain of her... Of her team. Of her team, you know? It's very much she is fighting a war. Which, like, in the Victorian era wasn't super common. Oh, yeah. If you like this sort of, like, situation happening right now, you should read um, Gail Carringer's novels. Yeah. They're, um... uh, The Parasol Mysteries Ah! Ah! Your spine shouldn't bend that way. Yeah, he was bent in half, and then he got up and. It was like the Exorcism Girl spider walking. It was like that kind of visceral reaction. Yep. No, thank you. Don't want. All right. So there's still a girl sobbing in the background. Fuck! My dandruff is still blue. Oh, there's a lot of very dead bodies. It must be very smelly in there, and she is not even having a reaction. Oh, my God. I can't with her. I don't believe in her. Well, I mean, she's unbelievable. And there's lots of dead things and... Oh, God, it's so gross. Just thinking about what a decomposing body must smell like. Oh, my God. Have you been following the case in Maine where a woman um, just got arrested for burying her best friend in her backyard? No, but please don't do that to me. Well, her best friend, like... It was, like, part of her will, basically. Like, she asked her friend to do it. No, It's not like she murdered her friend. It was an assisted suicide situation. Oh, no, I At least I think it was assisted suicide. Ugh. He been shot. 
Josh Hartnett, Cowboy Boy, save the day. Oh my god, it's gotta be so smushy and like slippery there. And slimy. Do you think that's what the back room of the club in True Blood was like? No, but on a darker side, I've seen the crime scene photos of Pulse. Oh god, no, Riley, don't. (gasps) Ew! Ah, a vampire! Gross! Gross! Oh, it's like under a pile of bodies. Oh and my it's god, gigantic. and it's like a monster. It's not just like a human right. fang. It's and a monster. Josh Hartnett's like, pow, pow, pow! Like, finger gunning it? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> exactly, that was what exactly it was like. that action. I When I saw that, I was like, that is not how fucking shotguns work. Or oh. pistols. Why is the vampire afraid of her? And she's just like staring it down. And someone stabbed it from behind. Oh, with I this. don't remember why he stares at her like that, but it is revealed. Probably possibly she's not in this episode. A demon. Oh, yeah. That's um, what I'm going with right now. That's what the information I've been given. Fair. Yeah. Um. So I've only seen the first season of this, and there's a second season. There's only two seasons. Oh. So I can't tell you what she is, really. <laughs> Judge Hartnett is a little stressed right now. I mean, can you fucking blame him? This is probably how Buffy falls on her first night. Yeah. I Buffy's mean, first night out. I know. Like, Christy Swanson Buffy. Oh, my God. I I saw it's the my movie favorite. before. Yeah. Oh, my God. Me, too. I love that movie. I actually watched it during one of my tattoo appointments. I um, good. You know who else loves that movie? A certain hairdresser. Oh, really? Yeah. A certain hairdresser who had stickers that fired on four, and I took one because I wanted one. Good. <laughs> so now I have one of her stickers. Good. I'm a hit this. Okay. So they're at an Undertaker's. And they're basically like, don't bring me the river ones. I don't want it. <laughs> it's too stinky. It's gross. gross. What I think is fascinating, some medical examiners, and this is still the case, you can be a nominated, yeah, elected medical examiner in a small town without any background. Yeah. And you don't have to be a doctor. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, what? You're a man with a bloody knife like everybody else. Oh, gross. You're a man with a bloody knife. Oh, is that Frankenstein? Oh, fuck yeah, it is. He's, like, playing with the bodies and, like... Oh, yeah. He's, like, out outwardly named, though. Okay. And his name's not, like, not, like, Dr. Frankenstein. I mean, because, like, she's kind of clearly assembling the, like, Van Helsing... Yes. team that I can never remember the American dude who is a cowboy in Dracula. You would think yeah. I would know this. Do you know how many times for women and gender studies one has to read Dracula? Because apparently it's seven fucking thousand. Really? I read it for like four different classes. Yeah. I See like when I did like a women gender studies class like we read thousands of blended sons. I mean I also took a lot of women and gender studies classes that were cross listed with higher level English classes such as species sex gender and science fiction which was a fucking badass class. A whole class on Oscar Wilde and another whole class on like Victorian. Basically I had to read Dracula and Frankenstein a lot. Okay, so Frankenstein 
is examining this vampire and he's like, this is weird. (laughs) He's cutting him open and everyone's a little freaked out. Except her. (coughs) Well, he's not that freaked out either. The what's his face? It's like an outdoor exoskeleton. Yeah, that's the word I was trying to get. Oh my god. Oh, that's right. It's like a fucking bomb. Gross. Gross. But then there's like something engraved on his skin or something. No, it's like ribs. Yeah, it's like hieroglyphics though. So they raised him? Friends the dead. Um... Patrick was telling me about a character and a thing, because I was only half paying attention, who, as a protection spell, had had something, like, magically engraved mm-hmm. on their ribs, and I was like, that would hurt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, my first tattoo was on my ribs. Yeah, but these were, like, engraved on the bones. Of the ribs is like part of the magic spell, and he's like, "Can you imagine like finding that skeleton or being that doctor?" Jesus fuck! You know, he's like, "How do they get there?" Josh Hartnett's coat is particularly good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait until you see Billy Piper. Oh, I love Billy Piper so much. That's my favorite season of Doctor Who. Yeah, Billy Piper in this. Oh, yuck. Ew, ew. It's so bloody everywhere. Whoa, this is so gross. This is so spook. Even her, especially her. This reminds me of the apartment in Sweeney Todd. Is this uh, Jack the Ripper? Um. Oh, no, it's Jekyll and Hyde. I think so. Again, a lot of these aren't revealed in the first. Right. Oh, there were entrails everywhere. Everywhere. I don't like the glory sometimes. Um, maybe for Spoop Week we can do month. We could do Santa Clarita Diet. Okay, but all the gore in that is is vegan. I know. It's vegan. Strawberry. It's all like cake. I know. And things. It's I really know. it's like cake and jello and frosting. I saw this um like gut cake. God, I wanted that jacket and then Black Parade came out. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "Damn it, Gerard Way did it first. Gerard Way always does it first, emo kid." I know. Have you watched Umbrella Academy yet? Not all of it. I loved it. I've watched the first episode. I had too many feels. I still have to finish Russian Doll, too. Oh, that's good, too. I have a list. But now I have three-day fucking weekends. I know. That's magic. Best. Um, Now I work full-time, so I don't know what I'm planning on watching all this TV. <coughs> in theory, like in the evening, a big map. I want that wall in my life. I've always wanted that wall. But I've almost wanted to make an entire map that's all, like, the right scale, but with multiple different maps. That stresses me out. I know. God. Or is it ma'am? Vanessa Ives. ma'am was the term for a woman who had a husband who had passed away, right? A ma'am. No, it was someone who was married. Oh. I thought it was madam. Or is a madam the head of a whorehouse? Yeah, that. Sorry, ma'am. 
Oh, I also want a giant library with ladders mm-hmm. that slide. So, at so this she's a spiritualist. She's got yeah. tarot cards. So I wonder now that if at this point there's just an amazing fucking collection of fake books that they <laughs> reuse for movies like this. Because I think about this library and then like the library in Hellboy. Yep. Yeah, like everything is just like Victorian era. They're like, here, we need a lot of books. Yeah. Okay, so she's dealing her tarot cards and talking about shadows. But there's so many of them. There are so many of them. My deck is not that big. I think it's like easily like a quadruple deck. Yeah. It's massive. That's where we were last night. Where some unfortunate souls are cursed to live always. Okay, but I don't like the color of the piping on her dress. The black and pink is very 2004. I love black and pink together. I don't. But not that, like, baby pink. Yeah. I'm like a hot pink See, that's girl. different. Yeah. Oh, you should listen to the Pink Spiders. It's one of my favorite bands from that era. You would okay. love it. It Maybe sounds you like something that my child would love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love the pattern on those cards, too. They're so pretty. Oh, I started planning a tarot deck that I want to make. I want to do a mini pocket one with just the major arcana. Gosh, she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. I would, I would let her step on me. <laughs> like, I would lick her boot, for sure. Didn't suspect there was another. Yeah. There's much we don't know and must discover. Ugh. What's your burn all this? My part is my own. It's none of your goddamn beeswax. What are you doing? Don't do your own feet. Stop that. Sweet girl, don't do that. Don't suit me. No exultation in killing for gold. A wise man after all. So she's saying no. Or he's saying no. Yeah. She's very pretty. Yeah. No. No. No, she's just basically hinting at him that she already knows what he is. Yeah. And he feels threatened by her. Yeah. Because if you think about it... Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do a spoiler alert. I was able to figure it out the first time I ever saw him. He's the werewolf. Yeah. Of London. And then he had to go confront all the vampires last night. And she wanted to see how he was going to respond because that... Right, that's a vampires. Yeah, right. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I read all the True Blood books. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I tried watching True Blood and I just couldn't. The books are so cheesy. It was like brain candy. Um, I had a really hard semester, so I read all fourteen of them in like two weeks. Um, But the TV show is bad. Oh, the The lovers! Oh, I love that illustration. The The scorpion. scorpion. Yeah. On the lip. So good. All right, Mr. Mean Bowler Hat guy isn't wearing a bowler hat. Was he tempted? 
Intrigued, I would say. Then he'll be back. And they're like, we got this. I don't like him. Am I supposed to not like him? I'm pretty We're going sure dead things. you're not supposed to like him. But I, th- if if my memory serves, I think she's using him as a means to her own end. Okay. And he's looking at small children in a picture that yeah. looks sad. You know who I thought that was for a second? Uh, so it is Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, the guy I walked by, I thought for a second was was Matthew Gray Googler, yeah. and I got really excited. Um, I have the diary of Jack the Ripper. It's amazing. So, so it's like this, <laughs> this dweeb. Who is that? He looks like the guy from Wizard of Oz. He also looks like Harold Ziegler from Moulin Rouge. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Is it? No, it just. Looks like him. Mr. Lyle. <laughs> He's very much being a fan boy. Oh, yeah, well. Um, oh, my God. Please don't be. Yeah. Department of Egyptian and Assistant. Yes, Syrian antiquities. Also, I love this idea that professors then, like, were not only, like, teaching, they were very much given a place to be immersed in what they were passionate about, and, like, a professor's study was fucking incredible at universities like that. Yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be like that still, but now we also have to be like, oh, yeah, you have to keep office hours and blah, 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 blah. Um, Yeah. No, it would be yeah. my dream to work somewhere like this. I really wanted to be an Egyptologist. Oh my god! I realized like how vaguely racist and that yeah. whole era of anthropology was. And <laughs> when I was going through all the stuff in my car, I found a bunch of paintings that I did on papyrus when I had my Egypt face <laughs> as a child. <laughs> and then I also found. Um, oh, I don't like birds as pets. They freak me out. I also found. A poem that I wrote in like the second or third grade, things uh-huh. I don't like, <laughs> and they are in order. I don't like it when black people aren't treated equally. Huh? I don't like it when somebody in my family dies. I don't like it when my mom makes me clean my room, and I don't like it when Betsy tells on me for something I did not do. <laughs> <laughs> that seems very you. Yeah. <laughs> Top down problems. Yeah. <laughs> What? And there's another one too where I made like an anagram of my name. Uh huh. Or an acronym. Of my I know name. what you mean. Yeah. And the E stood for eats everything. <laughs> I think it's like rowdy something. Loves to read. Eats everything. Yells a lot. <laughs> Oh my god. You're in a rush. We get it. But the Egyptologist is hiding a secret and he does not have time for your shit. Right. He does not want to tell you right now. Not right meow. No. 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 (laughs) Okay, that's what it is. So It sounds like something you want to do to little Persian boys, you creep. All right. 
reads is fun. Like animals, eats a lot. Yaks. Harry ate almost everything. Reads types. You only know one word for R. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and I also like that my E and the A were both the same things. Eats a lot. Ate Eats. almost everything. But also, at the age of like seven, I apparently already was hairy. <laughs> the fuck? There's a bell tolling. For whom it tolls. Oh, and we shall not know. Throwback to one of our past episodes in reference to my dad dating a Baywatch girl. I found a article with the interview with the both of them that my oh dad kept my God. in my third grade book report. Oh my god. Yep. Oh, and then it's my mom and my godfather. I love that photo so much. It looks like something that would have been taken at a party I attended a few years ago. Yeah, right? Okay, there are important things happening, Riley, and you are distracting me. Am I? Yeah. Or is it the weed? Okay, last thing I'm distracting you with is this drawing that I did of spiders. Oh. The spiders were babes. <laughs> the spiders were babes, spiders. When they did... 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 Didn't go their mommy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. When they did go to then mommy. <laughs> okay, baby crying. He's walking up to the door with a big package. I really like my scorpion, though. I want to get it as a tattoo. <laughs> it's really cute. Frankenstein's like, I'm not answering the fucking door for you. I'm, in fact, locking it. I okay. can't even hear you. But I think, though, it's all his, like, ploy to keep, like, his actual work safe. It's like he doesn't want anyone to know. I really hope this is a head in a box. It's not the movie Seven. I, I, I like that I haven't seen this in a long time. But I also don't genuinely remember. But I hope it. Is. Oh no! Damn no, it, it's, it's a not suit. a head. Would you be so kind as to come to my club Suck for dinner? Four Paul Mall, seven p.m. Sir Malcolm Murray. I think you're handsome, and I'd like to put it in your bum. It is called the Explorers Club, after all. I know. Oh my god, what if that's what it was? Riley. Gay anthropologists. Duh. Why has it never clicked before? Because you haven't learned the code, the gay code. Uh. That's what you read Dracula for, like, literally a thousand fucking times. A thousand times. He dresses up pretty well. He does look pretty handsome for someone who looked like shit half an hour ago. I would say, like, for someone who looks like he's been crying into his whiskey while being maniacal over the human brain. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I was surprised to get your note. I look very uncomfortable. I mean, I'd be uncomfortable in that suit. Yeah. Actually, I would wear that I suit wasn't if I wasn't. I was going to come, but you couldn't resist. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. When you see a river, you must follow it to its source. All right, this is, like, such a big... Riley, why are you so, so dirty? homoerotic. You must know how things work. You must unlock. 
<laughs> I'm seeking. It in my bum. See? I also in my nope. butt. No, I'm I'm a top. You're the bottom. I'm not. <laughs> That's the exact conversation they're having. I know. Ah, I can't handle it. <laughs> This is literally like I'm too high for this. The top being like, bitch, please, smappity smap. I know, I like can't handle how turned on I am by this. Are you a sapiosexual? I am a tiny bear inside of this very femme body. And it's very sad because gay men are not attracted to oh, me. <laughs> I'm a fodder. It's fine. I'm a femi otter. Yeah, yeah. I I am not the kind of girl that bears are attracted to, and it's very sad. <laughs> I want you to have a special bear in your life. I mean, I have a pretty fuzzy human in my, my life. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That is my cock. That's where I will plant my flag. In your mountain. Oh, yes. Put it in me. And he called him sir. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, and I'm rich AF. I'm putting it in you. Oh, my God. He is daddy as fuck, as they say on the internet. Yeah, just on the internet. (laughs) Well, I just said it out loud. Did I just break a code? (laughs) I feel like I just broke the law. I really do. I feel like I broke the law. You just sound like a grandma. As they say on the internet. I swear to God, if somebody just broke into the car because it sounded like Harriet's horn. Oh my God. You watch the show. I'll check the the window. I, I doubt it, but it sounded like the Harriet horn, didn't it? I mean, vaguely, but it wasn't close enough. Okay, great. Also, if they found the horn, I'd be fucking shocked. <laughs> it's wired under, like, yeah, yeah. the dash now. Oh, Harriet. So there's, like, a button you have to smack. Oh, you have to, like, Harriet. literally underhand it. It's you hilarious. have to really mean you're honking. Yeah, because you have to, like, find the button when you're pissed <laughs> off. And it's, like, for me, I'm so short that it's, like, dangerous for me to find the button. So now I've gotten, like, in the habit of, like, just holding a hand kind of close to it. And oh driving with a knee in one hand. Oh my god, you're gonna get arrested for distracted driving. Yeah. And how much of the world will we have to murder? Seriously, it's still a big innuendo. Yeah, it's so gay. I have one other question. Can I release? Oh, never mind. (laughs) You were unafraid of it because he's definitely uncircumcised. Oh my god. That was not what I needed in my life. (laughs) I am honestly shocked at myself. (laughs) Like, I'm alarmed. Concerned. I am concerned. He's at eight Pall Mall. Why is it named after a cigarette? The cigarette is named after it. No. Yes. There's got to be a reference I don't know about. It's called Paul Mall. That's the name of the fucking road. 
That's dumb. I I didn't do it. It's London and Victorian era. Alright, Mr. Top Hat Dude, gay man. He's home from the rain. Look how cute they are. Aw, so cute. Not Chef Brogan friend. No, not at all. Chef Brogan friend? That's what you just said. Chef Brogan. <laughs> That's what you just said. <laughs> Guys, have we mentioned how good this, this resin is? It's amazing. Oh my god. Okay, so... Miss, <laughs> Mr. Bowler Daddy, Grey Wolf Daddy. Grey Wolf Daddy. That's what he is. Mr. Bowler Hat Guy. Paul Mall is the name of the street, which comes from Croquet. It's the name of Croquet. It means Croquet. I'm pissed. <laughs> Lawn Billiards. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't make it happen. <laughs> I, just I only just also it. made the connection that croquet is basically pool that you play in your yard. Um, so we play croquet at camp every summer. Yeah. And one of the people who goes to camp is really into hats right now. She lots of fun hats, like sun hat situations. And so everyone who played croquet was wearing one of their That's hats. amazing. It was so good. It was so good. Oh my god. Okay. That's beautiful. Bowler Hat Daddy is listening to a woman Why are we cry. calling them all daddy? He's I not daddy. Because he's very gray wolf. Oh, he's looking for Mina, who is literally from Dracula. Yeah, Mina Harker. Because he's literally her daddy. That's yeah. why I'm calling her Bowler Hat Daddy. Him. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I still... I don't remember if I looked it up, but I cannot for the life of me remember <laughs> who exactly he's referencing. Are you okay? I got scared by Mina. What do you mean, who he's referencing? It's, do you think he's Dracula? Or no, I think dad? he's her actual dad. I think he's the Van Helsing character. I don't know enough about Van Helsing. Van Helsing is the guy that they brought in to, like, hunt Dracula. Oh, okay. And he worked with Jonathan, her um, fiance, and uh, so it wasn't um, Mina that was dead. It was her friend, and the they like had to go to her her tomb and like re-kill her essentially. And it was oh, okay. Van Helsing and. This American cowboy that was courting her. It was like essentially her three suitors. Um, But it wasn't Mina. Mina was um, Jonathan's sweetie who went to work for Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. And Dracula fell in love with Mina because she um, looked like his late wife. Oh, he's talking about werewolf hunting. Oh, lion hunting. Have you seen the movie Secondhand Lions? No. It's this really, really cheesy movie, and um, it has the Sixth Sense kid in it. 
Haley Joel Osment? Yes, it has Haley Joel Osment and Michael Caine in it. Oh, God. Yeah, and it's Uh-oh. about these, like, I think it's these uncles that adopt their nephew or something, uh-huh. and then their uncles go, like, on a safari, and they go to kill this lion, and somehow, like, they befriend it, and they end up, like, having a pet lion. That sounds really stupid. And we used to have these Y dances in, like, the fucking eighth grade that were hosted at a local church, and that was, like, the movie that they always played in the movie room. Weird. Was always that. And then there was this little video game room where everybody played, like, Nintendo and shit. My science teacher used to make us watch fucking Gattaca every time she went out of town. Oh my god. Yeah, every time. I had a math teacher that every time he was sick, we got to watch um, footage of Woodstock. That's pretty rad. Yeah. I would have been done with that. Do you know I tried to convince my mom to let me go to Woodstock 99 when I was 16? <laughs> with all the 18-year-old boys that I worked with? And you're going to go from Florida all the way up to New York? And I could not understand why she was being... So unreasonable. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think I'd even give myself permission to do that now. <laughs> Sorry, my and mom Wood- said I can't come. And Your Wood- mom's dead, I know. Woodstock 99 ended up being a rapey shit show, so I'm so glad I wasn't there. Yeah, it was terrible. Okay, she's praying again. She's definitely possessed by a thing. Candles. Or maybe she's being haunted by something right now. I don't think she's possessed yet. But also, uh, like, yeah, her cross is turned upside down and there are spiders coming out of it. That's scary. But there's also, like, something referenced later on where it's, like, it's something that she has invoked in herself optionally. Oh. Like, there are times that she can kind of manipulate it at will, but it's really, like, not, I don't know. Not super well defined at first. The texture of this is so magical. I know, it looks like earwax though. I know it does. Oh my god, I keep. So I just popped a zit on my head, and even though I dyed my hair like a week ago now, literally my zit was blue. <laughs> oh, hey, Silver Loafer. What is happening in the show, Riley? Um, they're in a dark house. Oh, it's Victorian era. We can't see anything. Surprise. That's right. Oh, he turned on some lights. He has oh, electricity. Um, no, so Frankenstein was walking across town, and until he gets to this, you know, semi-secret location where he clearly has an underground lab, um, <coughs> and incidentally, he has not been named yet, other than by us. So, like, whoever's watching... If they haven't figured it out already, this is the point where they do finally figure out, oh, he's Dr. Frankenstein. And that is his monster. His monster's kind of hot. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, I empathize with Katie about her crush on Jason Morris. Oh my god. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, yeah, penis. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen one of those in a while. Same. Yours has been significantly more recent. Fair. It has now been officially over a year, though, since I've seen a dick. It's been almost a decade. Oh, my God! Lucky you. I know. (laughs) I'm so excited. 
Do you know what else you should be excited for? Okay, wait. No, this show. Okay, but real quick. I have two bottles of bright candy pink hair dye. <gasps> um, <coughs> and it's like the 30-day splat hair dye. Yeah. So, uh... You know what else? What? <coughs> I can do half blue and half pink. Because I have an in- a whole bottle of indigo and two bottles of ruby. Well, I officially put haircuts back in my budget yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bleach my undercut and then bleach the ends and do it all hot pink for October. Great. Okay, so his monster is not where he left him. His monster got up and walked away. Yep, that's very rude, monster. (laughs) I mean, like, dude, you didn't think about this? And you're still in your fancy dress clothes. Well, I mean, he did just do the thing where he harnessed lightning. Yeah. Right, but like... So unexpected shit happens. Right, but like, wouldn't you, like, plan for that, right? So like, you would change your clothes, you'd get in your comfy sweats first... You don't want to work in your, like, tux. Well, so I think part of that, though, also goes to show his level of, like... Intensity. Intensity. I know. I just wanted him to have put on his comfy sweats first. His monster is not having a good time. No, would you? No, I don't want to be brought back from the dead from other people's parts. No, I would not want that either. Although, he doesn't look like he's full of other people's parts. He looks like he's just been autopsied. I think that's the thing, is that he's just been autopsied. So he's like, more zombie, less Frankenstein's monster. His character breaks my goddamn fucking heart, though. The monster? Yeah. 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 It's like, oh no, see, he's definitely, I think... No, that was like the white cut from an autopsy. Uh, Frankenstein is crying. Yeah. Or coming. I'm not super sure. See, it's like very erotic and yeah. it's like weird. But okay, so as this progresses, he does get attractive. Okay. FYI. Yeah. Like he's licking the tears. Oh no, no he's putting it in his face. Yeah. He, like, wants to relate in some way. Right. But he doesn't remember what he is. But what's so cool, though, is, like, it's the rawness of, the like, the human condition, honestly. It's projecting, like, you have this, like, semi-blank slate that's been reanimated. And the first thing that it tries to do is innately make connection. It takes the tears and wipes it on his face to feel something. We are very different kinds of high right now. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm like, but why didn't Frankenstein put on his comfy pants? I'm such a cancer. <laughs> yeah, no, where I'm like deeply philosophical. My name is Frankenstein. All right, Victor. Yeah, we know. Vic. Well, I am. My batting average today is bad. I lost. That is the end of it. Um, oh, rude. Okay, so because I want you to keep watching and I want you to see how it like progresses, Billy Piper's a prostitute in this. You did make me see that. Okay, and she starts dating Josh Hartnett's character, and then she eventually becomes the bride of Frankenstein. Oh my god, it won't stop ever. 
And it's because she's dying of tuberculosis. Oh, yeah. Just like in Moulin Rouge. <sighs> Moulin Rouge. You brought it up first. I did. So, one showdown, <laughs> one dog and a laugh. I'm sorry, that was terrifying for me, too. <laughs> She's like, but I'm in your laugh, so this means we're going to make out now. She means I can put my tongue right... Are you a woo-woo girl? ...correctly in your mouth. Yes. <laughs> Sophie's a woo-woo girl. She just really wants to make out all the time. <laughs> put your paw in your shirt. <laughs> Sophie, That's you are groping her. <laughs> You're so good. I love you. No, I don't want to make out either, though. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah. There's Penny Dreadful. I thought you said that's a <laughs> penetration. I was like, what? Not yet. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. So, now we're going to oh, watch. Josh Harnett's character has sex with Dorian Gray. Ooh, that's yeah. hot. It's ridiculous in Dorian Gray. So, when I said earlier about um, they kept some things purposely anachronistic, yeah. the actor that they have playing Dorian Gray is a musician by the name of Reeve Carney, and they liked the way he dressed all the time anyways, that it's just his own personal wardrobe. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's just like this guy's like normal day clothes is yeah. what he gets to wear for this Victorian staged oh my God. TV show. All right, are you ready? Um, can we get snacks? Yeah, please. I like to nap. And not just like nap, but like die. Oh, I had one of those naps the other day. For several hours. I had a Kelsey nap. Several hours. It was like a three and a half hour nap. What? I don't want to make out. God, Sophie. Okay. Okay. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I'm so excited. How tired are you, though? Do we want to sub it out? And No. Okay. AKA Winona Ryder still looks hot. AKA... I love these children so much. Mm-hmm. Like, so much. Oh, hi. Yeah, also, there's a cat here. Bum-bum. Also, we got snacks. Mm-hmm. Popcorn. We, we got popcorn. November 6, 1983. Hawkins, Indiana. Do you know how old I was? 1983. I was negative six. I was four months and four days. <laughs> Hawkins National Laboratory, U.S. Department of Energy. Is that a real department? Oh, maybe in 1983 it was. Fair. It was Reaganomics. I had to explain Reaganomics to my child yesterday, which was like stupid, right? He was like, that actually makes no sense. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. Alright. So, emergency things are going on. Secret underground hospital. It looks like a doctor running. Laboratory situation. There's a laboratory coat. There's an issue. He's sweating. Everything is bad. And he's stuck. And the lights are stroby. And and can't get the... If you have epilepsy, maybe don't watch this episode. Yes. Oh, he's got his I'm gonna die face on. Oh, yeah. And he's got big ears. No, they're just lit up. Something terrifying is gonna show up uh-huh. at the end of the hallway. Yep. Is it? Oh, oh no. yeah, the clicky clacky growlings. The low growling, yeah. 
And how it pops up above you. <laughs> and it took him up the elevator as the elevator doors closed. Oh, and now we have a sprinkler. Because we're in perfectly normal suburbia Hawkins, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Oh, Misty. Tiny, adorable children. Look how little they were. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love them. Awesome. Oh, my God. They're so little. Okay, but him, he really looks like he could be Winona Ryder's, like, offspring. Will Byers? Mm-hmm. He does. Um, he looks like a tiny Winona Ryder, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen the new it yet? No. Finn Wolfhard? Like, like the new, new one? Yeah. No. I, I went to a drive-in double feature. Mm. I wanted to go. Oh my god, this kid's a great DM. I know, right? I also love that this show brought D&D back. Uh-huh. Like, it really did. They can't buy the die. They threw the dice. Oh my god, they've been playing for like a thousand years. Mm-hmm. You put the child to bed and you're just making dinner now? She's tiny. Like, she could have been put to bed before oh. dinner. Baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dad's trying to fix the rabbit ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his karate shirt. Dustin is my favorite. I love him. Actually, Dustin's bromance with Steve is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Her pajamas look like scrubs. Aw, poor kid. Ah, he's such a douche in this season. And I love him so much mm-hmm. later. He's amazing. Just saying. Aw, uh, Will Byers told Mike the truth. Ugh! Ugh! Foreshadowing! And I'm sorry, you've seen this fucking movie. Ooh, the lights just flickered. Things are weird around here. It's a demi It's a demi Please eat the rest of the popcorn. Okay. I smoke a little bit more weed. Okay. Aw, uh, the 80s, where children just rode their bikes home after dark. Dude, I did that in the 90s. I had a banana seat. And I decorated it like a Christmas tree for a decorate your bike contest. I did a decorate your bike contest. Did you make it into a Christmas tree? No, I did. Oh. Ours was 4th of July, so it was 4th oh. of July themed. You can't do that at the mic. Oh, I still want to do it at the dog. Well, she's far enough away. Famous last words. <laughs> you're going to look so pretty when you're bald. No. <laughs> 
Uh oh. Uh oh, poor Will Byers. It's it's dark, it must be Victorian. <laughs> or nineteen eighty three. Okay. There's dark ages. The dark ages. Is dark ages or nineteen eighty three Indiana? <laughs> uh yeah. Thank God I wasn't born in Indiana. A lot of people could ah! probably argue still today, Indiana. Maybe your sweetheart. Definitely. Should ask her how the corn is doing. Oh well. Corn doing. Every time I think about the things that I used to say to her and pause it in her general direction, I am not shocked that she broke up with me. Oh, I... But then I think about you and I'm like, Riley's like a thousand times worse than me. Oh yeah, no, I made my special sauce and I was like, hey, I have to ask you a question. And she's like, I swear to fucking God, if you ask me to marinara you. (laughs) I'm like, damn it. (laughs) She's like, the answer is no. Yeah. Every time we passed a cornfield, I'd be like, how's that corn doing, Indiana? The creepy thing is coming after Will Byers. Hey. She just ate the popcorn. <laughs> Sophie. <laughs> sometimes she gets the bowls. Okay. You don't have the popcorn yet. Uh-oh. Sophie's dog. Sophie's dog. Will's dog is really freaking out. Well, yeah. Dogs are smart. Yeah, oh, the lock just opened on its own. That kid's got to book it. Got to go. Got to go. That kid is fucked. Poor Will Byers. I really need to keep watching this because I have so many unanswered questions. Oh, my God. It's so good, Riley. Oh, I know. Will Byers is trying to load his pellet gun. Nice try, Will Byers. And he's all shaky, and he's got an excellent poofy vest on, like he is fucking Michael J. Fox. Oh, he does look like Michael J. Fox. Which doesn't actually come out until the third season, but it does. It's like a whole plot point in the third season. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, this tiny shaky baby. Oh, and the thing is behind him, making the creepy noise. Indistinct screeching. That's the creepy noise. Okay, but it's the light bulb. It's not or maybe it's implying that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That the lights get weird when the thing is around. Is taking children to the upside down. It's making my shins hurt. Ugh. And this. Ugh. Oh, yeah. This is my ringtone. This is my favorite opening credits ever because I. Oh, it's am won awards. The, like ultimate Stephen King fangirl and this is the Stephen King 80s book font. Oh yeah it is. And I know that I'm not supposed to love her yet but I also love Nancy. Oh yeah. And I love that Nancy was named after Nancy from Friday the 13th. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah she totally was. Patrick and I are a little obsessed with this show and maybe he made me watch all the like making of Stranger Things like interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. I honestly love stuff like that. I'm one of those people that The Duffer Brothers are wicked nerds. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um And these are like headlines like a Stephen King book from the eighties. Oh it's like the book um my best friend's exorcism. I love that one. Oh, I still need to lend you meddling kids. I know. I was thinking about that. Ugh, there's a bug in here. 
Noah Schnapp. Ugh. Look at those Schlitz cans. Schlitz everywhere. Ugh. Oh, because we're at Hop's house. He's a disaster. He's a beautiful disaster. Let's be I real. love him so much. So much. Is that the kind of bear you want? Yeah, actually. I would take like five of Hop. Not, I mean... Yeah. At once? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five guys. Five hops. Five hops. One hop this time. Hopefully it's not like multiplicity Two though, where they get like pro- progressively dumber. Oh my god. He's just a disaster. I love him when they're terrible. I love him when they're terrible. It's true. You also have the tiny shower problem. I know. I was like, poor Hopper's very tall for his shower. He's smoking. In the shower. (laughs) While he's getting ready and washing his pills down with a beer. And now he's putting on his placement uniform or sheriff's uniform. Okay. I'm going to do one more dab. Okay. It's going to be great. That'd be great. Oh, you stuck the sticky on the icky. Oh, I didn't mean to do the sticky icky. Who are they? That's a witch. I was like, what is that weird buzzing? It's a witch. <gasps> no, uh, it's Winona Ryder. Oh, uh, too much responsibility for a kid. Yeah. How do you not know if your little brother got home? Oh, that's how. No, he didn't just stay over. His life's a disaster. You're a terrible work brother. But in some ways, though, like, giving your little brother that freedom and trusting them at that age could could turn out okay. That's not what happened, and that's oh, not what you think happened. I want that yellow telephone. I do want that. Reminds me of that Lady Gaga video. With, telephone. With Beyonce? With Beyonce. God, we should watch Goldmember <laughs> for one of the movies. Not this month. I've never seen an Austin Powers movie. Okay, then it should be that one. Because it's, like, one of the worst, but it has Beyonce. They were so quoted that I, like, couldn't handle them in high school. I was like, I'm... I'm not watching this. Okay, I'm gonna make the commentary right now <laughs> is that everything they're wearing is like Portland, Maine bisexual queer coding. Yeah. Like everything that they're wearing, yeah. either I would see anybody of any gender wearing, and they would be a questionable gender and questionable sexuality. Yeah. Trying to see which of those things I have or would wear. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, would definitely wear his Explorer hoodie that's a little too small for okay, him. Okay, but I really love that backpack. <laughs> that backpack? Oh, yeah. I have one kind of like that, actually. I love it. He's like, I'm weird. I'm gonna just put it out there. Uh, oh, Nancy. She's so fucking cute. I know. And she's so like, uh, oh, I forgot all about Barb. Barb's amazing. Yeah. What else was she in recently that I saw her? And I was like, oh my God, it's Barb. I don't know. What was it? Barb's mom jeans are intense. She's amazing. She's so fucking cute. Yeah. Seriously, you're going to be so cool now. It's ridiculous. No, I'm not. You better still hang out. Ugh, Barb's like duck tail. you become friends with Whatever. I've had that haircut. Haircut is so amazing. Oh, it looked terrible on me. I can imagine. Uh oh, meet me in the bathroom, Steve. Oh my god. For a high school makeout session, which is very intense. Okay, my high school makeout sessions were definitely like that. I used to get fingered every single day after lacrosse practice upstairs in the English hall. <laughs> I was just the, the naked the girl stairs. in the parking lot. Oh my god. Um, Steve Harrington, look at his mullet's not even intense yet. <sighs> oh my god, he's also such a baby. Oh, Steve, you're such a douchebag this season. Good job, Nancy. Boundaries. She is so cute. God, do you remember the, the actress's name? Who? Barb. Look up Barb, Stranger Things. I did. And then click on the thing. Well, I'm doing the starring, and it doesn't give me the cast right away. There's a lot of scrolling, and my thumbs are already tired. (laughs) Yeah, but now Hop is here, and I cannot look away. Barb. Oh. It's not even, she's not even listed anymore. Oh, poor Barb. All right, I'm going to have to IMDb it. Yes. Some kids are stealing the gnomes out of his garden. God damn it. Okay, her name's Shannon Purser. Oh, she was in Riverdale. Oh, isn't Luke Perry in that? Didn't he die? If that's not true, I read, lied to Rory recently. Like Luke Perry is in... Like Luke Perry, Luke Perry. Doesn't he play the dad in Riverdale? Um, I think so. Yeah. I'm so right about so many things. I'm good at things. Okay, but I was, like, confused because I thought you meant this Luke Perry. Oh, like our friend Luke Perry. (laughs) I was like, what? No, I meant, like, Luke Perry, Buffy Luke Perry. Yeah, no, 210 Luke Perry. Um, 
Like they're mean. They make fun of him. They call him names. They they laugh at him in his clothes. His clothes. What's wrong with his clothes? I don't know. Does that matter? Basically, Mrs. Byers can't get Hopper to pay attention to the fact that her kid is missing. He's missing, is what he is. I also love, like, how he, like, verifies, so is your son queer? And she's like, no, he's missing. Last I heard, he was in Indianapolis, so that was about a year ago. He has nothing to do with this. You know, Hopper, he has nothing to do with this. Trust Joyce, me. Joyce, 99 out of 100 times, kid goes missing. The kid is... Luna, what are you doing? What about the other time? Eating that plastic is what she's doing. What about the other time? The one. The one. Joyce, uh, Okay, one of the worst things that ever happened to you in the four years I've been working with you, one of the worst thing was when an owl attacked her. <laughs> <laughs> she thought that her hair was a mess. <laughs> It's the worst thing that's ever happened to Hopper. Oh my god. Hopper has a lot of well, that's basically bad days like ahead. Where my grandma and grandpa live. I know. Well, it's Indiana. Like, this is my... Ob- this is in Connecticut, though. My grandfather, so on Christmas, my grandfather brings out this present for my grandma, and he, like, never gives her a gift. And she unboxes it, and it's a wooden crate. Packed with sawdust with a humongous 25-pound wheel of cheddar cheese. Oh, my God. And all my grandma says, oh, so this is why we never have stamps. And it's because every time she would give him money to buy stamps, he would leave on his tractor because he couldn't legally drive his truck anymore. (laughs) And he would drive his John Deere tractor. And he would go mow somebody's lawn, save that money and her money. And then bought the Wheel of Cheese instead of buying stamps for okay. an entire year. But creepy scientist guys are wearing creepy scientist guy quarantine outfits. Okay. And nobody likes that. I was in the hospital once and everybody around me had to wear those. Oh my god. That's yeah. terrifying. They thought I had C. diff. <laughs> well, that would do it. But... I Nobody wants the creepy outfits to show make up. Make her love me. I've been trying for four years to make her love me. She's she does not. Look <laughs> at how much she's avoiding me petting her. I know. <laughs> she's just like she's like I don't want this. Make it stop. I like how she just like leaned into it to get away. Yeah. All right. Okay. Creepy. It looks like fungus. Yeah. Amongus. Like- it's like a combination between singe marks and fungus. And like... Ec- the worst cum stains you've ever seen. Ectoplasm. <laughs> like throbby. Throbby ectoplasm. That hallway has an STI. <laughs> it does definitely have an STI. But it's a USTI. An upside... USDTI? Upside down <laughs> transmitted disease? Infection? Infection? <laughs> Shit. I'm, Good job. I'm high. <laughs> Oh, now that's definitely bad. It's gooey. That looks like some of the hentai I watched. <laughs> it does definitely also look like hentai. Into that trench? I don't know. Yeah. It, the, the trench growled. Oh, and now there's a barefooted barefoot. It's going to be 11. I know it's going to be 11. Millie Bobby Brown, I can't wait for you to grow up and understand some of your ignorance at your age. You sweet, sweet thing. Oh, oh my god, are those... Is that your duvet? 
Is that my duvet? Yes. Good job, L.L. Bean. almost your duvet. <laughs> Good job, L.L. Bean. Except hers is more snowflakes. Yeah. See, that bear I would also take. For a second, I thought you said barrel. No, bear. I was like, bear. I'm pretty sure you can get one of those at Home Depot. But, again, that could apply to both of those things. The barrel and the bear. Really? What if it's a bear barrel? A barrel full of bears. A bear buying a barrel. I haven't been this high in so long. I was this high last night. Alright. Grab bong on the kitchen floor. Tiny child is walking into this diner. This big bear's diner. I want it to be called Big Bear's Diner. If I ever open a diner, that's what I'll name it. Okay. She's never gonna love you. She only loves me when I'm taking a pee. Oh, she definitely loves you then. Oh, she's hungry. She's gonna steal some curly fries. Because who wouldn't steal some curly fries? I would fucking eat all of those fries. Oh, God, they look so good. You know how I feel about fries. She's like, don't you fucking touch my fries. That's my face. Oh, my God, yeah. She just (laughs) eats them. My favorite is, like, when I'm so hungry and want fries, I, like, I go to McDonald's and I order a fork with a large fry. (laughs) And they're like, okay. (laughs) Um... I often make my sweetheart take me out for fries when he gets out of work. I'm like, I need fries. He's like, okay. <laughs> she looks so happy about this, let me tell you. Oh, Mr. Clark is the best. <laughs> oh, they're such nerds. It's here. It came. It came. (laughs) They're such nerds. Oh my god. I know, but I love, like, how much he loves the fact that he has, like, three kids that worship him. I know. Like, he's, like, so cute about it, too. This is why I became a teacher. These three children right here. But, like, I feel like a lot of teachers have a couple of those. Oh, yeah. Um... Chef Bay's brother is totally a teacher, and you know how much he, like, pretends to hate it, but loves it so much. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Hi, little titten. I want those headphones. <laughs> They're so cute. Sorry to interrupt, but, uh, Michael Lucas Oh, no. Uh-oh, they're like, we're in trouble. Okay, okay, okay. One at a time. One at a time, says I want his boots. <laughs> he could step on me, too. <laughs> Actually, no. No, he couldn't step on me. No. I would have to top him. I love the way they bicker. Oh, I know. so cute. One at a damn... He's like, no. No. She loves me. Finally. Oh, no, you made her sharp, Riley. Her sharps were out. You ruined it. Her sharps were out. I know, but she was tolerating me. (laughs) Oh, my God. His face. He's just like, I hate my friends. (laughs) Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> you I just have wiped your face. I have cat hair on my face. 
And now I really have it on my face. Oh, God, now I feel like I feel it on mine, too. Right? It's terrible. I should have brought more cheese sticks. Oh, my God, we just ate so much mac and cheese. Ratatouille? Uh, Radagast. Radagast. Oh, it's the wizard. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Radagast the brown. I love kids who love scary movies. Oh, yeah, that was me as a child. My kid is not that kid. Oh, one of my favorite movies growing up was Jeepers Creepers. Oh, uh, my favorite. And Pirate Ship. I was... And 13 Ghosts. Oh, I love 13 Ghosts. You mean Ghost Ship? Ghost Ship, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ghosts of the Caribbean. You know that cruise where everybody dies? <laughs> you mean every cruise? Go listen to the cruise episode of Point of Crime. <laughs> Oh my god, and go listen to them tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Go listen to them tomorrow. Yeah, do that. Because, uh... Oh yeah, I forgot. My memory is great when I'm really, really high, apparently. This big bear is getting this tiny bald child. Okay, but I don't trust him. I do. I want his Henley, though. Yeah, I want... Everything about that situation. Okay, but those, like, everything looks too brand new. Like, those, they wouldn't all match that well. Right, yeah. You know, like. She's so cute because she doesn't understand colloquialisms. Yeah. That's how I feel having an autistic child most of the time. Fair. Because then he tells me why they're wrong. We've had a very long two days of him not shutting up, but not being awake enough to go to school, and so he's just babbling endlessly so he can keep himself awake. Yep. Oh, Tiny Baby has a tattoo that says 11. It's 011. She's such a baby. They're all so little in this season. She's such an amazing actress. This is literally how I feel every time I look at, like, a picture of Patrick from a minute ago. Uh, he's like, yes, please come take this child off my hands. I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm going to fuck it up. Little does he know that he's already fucking it up. I just want to keep feeding it french fries. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the fan is making a creepy noise and Elle is giving it a funny look. She does look. not like it at all. No. And Weird, it, it stopped. And then she's like, oh, that's better. Let me eat some more french fries about it. I feel like that's what every, not every kid, but a lot of kids with autism probably feel with, like, too much stimulus. Yeah. 
You know, like, they're just like, I don't care. I need this to stop right now. Yep, that's definitely. It's bothering me. It needs to stop. Definitely my child. A hundred percent. Oh, I'm going to tell you a fun weekend wedding story because okay. this one's really good. So I had a camp wedding at a yeah. summer camp and there were a couple kids there and I gave them jobs. They were fine. And, and I was chatting with their moms and they were like, well, there's one more kid coming, but and the whole family kept saying, you'll know him when you find him. And I was like, okay. And, but you know, my kid was a hard kid. So yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. I can deal with this. So I meet this kid. He's definitely a hard kid. And I don't know anything about him, but he reminds me exactly of Patrick when he's little. So, which leads me to believe Spectrum and, like, ADHD. And so, we finish the ceremony, which is down by the lake, and we're walking up to the main mess hall, which is where the reception is. And the kids find the camp bell. And they're just wailing on it. Oh, God. And their moms are like, should we? And I was like, you know what? If we make it a thing, they're going to, like be obsessed with it for the rest of the night if we just let them get it out of their systems for the next 10 minutes yeah it's gonna be fine and they were like yeah you're probably right and it stopped 10 minutes later so we were like cool they forgot about it nobody will find that child for that woman um nobody but then four hours later we're in the middle of speeches and all of a sudden the bell starts ringing because all the kids are outside playing at that point yeah and so I happened to be standing by the back door, so I just, like, snuck out the back door, which was closer to the bell. Yeah. And I, but I haven't, like, met this child, really. Like, I've met the cousins, you know, the other cousin kids, but I haven't really met this one. And I don't know him, and, but I suspect there's something up. So I'm just trying to convince this child not to ring the bell at this moment in time and just, like, come back in ten minutes and you can ring this bell all goddamn night long. Yeah. Just let me get through the next ten minutes of my life. And, of course, he rings the bell one more time. But that's when his mom comes flying around the corner and running down the hill towards this bell, screaming his name. Patrick! And I was like, it's always a fucking Patrick! That's hysterical. I was like, of course! That's so funny. Yeah. Did you tell the mom? Oh, yeah, I told her way later, and she was like, okay, that's great. She's like, my house is a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about, like, cops when they used to, like, when the shit was going wrong in my childhood, like, the cops were in my house going through all of our stuff. And I just kind of wonder, like, what kind of assumptions were made. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. we lived in an apartment. We had just moved there. All the holes that were in the walls were there when we moved in. But right. could have made any number of assumptions. Oh, yeah. I mean, which they ended up ultimately doing. And I, because I was a minor, I couldn't do anything about it. I had a guy friend who uh, put holes in the wall by uh, driving his razor scooter. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It was kind of like when I broke my ribs on a dumbbell. Because <laughs> I ran full tilt into a friend of mine and bounced off. Okay. Hopper is looking in a sketchy shed. In the sketchy shed where oh, Will Byers went was missing. Sketchy. Loading his sketchy pellet Jack gun. Pellet gun. I got a BB gun. I don't know how to shoot it. Oh, and the electricity's all fucked. Remember what that means. Uh-oh. Fucked up electricity is never good. 
Broken chair leg, indistinct squelching. No one ever wants... stops. I want my squelching to be distinct. I want to know where my squelching is coming from. I hate the word squelch. I was going to say, how many times can I say squelch? No, please do not. Gaston will do this thing every once in a while where I'm like half asleep in the morning and I just hear... <laughs> I hate it. It drives me nuts. Uh-oh, there's something wrong. But it's also one of those things that I think is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like when she used to All right, so he now hijacked finally... my speaker when I was in the shower. Oh, my God. So Hopper's finally realizing something is wrong. Yeah. I love when they put a random blonde child in these shows as, like, a little sister. And, like, she doesn't do much. She just makes faces in the background. That is a trope. It's such a thing that they, especially in the 80s, used to do. I mean, that's how Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen started. Right? Remember how in, um... Boy Meets World, the sister just, like, disappeared for a while, but then oh, they, yeah. like, brought her back when she was bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, made it a thing. She's like, I was sent to my room for a really long time. Basically. <laughs> Children fighting at the at the Christmas table? At the Christmas table. Wow. That shows you how frequently you had dinner at the table. Wow. No, I did. All the time. <laughs> uh, see, we always had all meals. That child is just like, just like drinking her tang out of a mug. <laughs> yeah. I can't drink cold things out of mugs. That's it stresses me out. <laughs> I mean, she's a child. It's easier for her to hold a mug. I know. I get it. <laughs> Ted, you Ted. bastard. What, what did I, I do? Classic, like, dad trope. <laughs> What am I not supposed to eat my chicken? <laughs> Will can't hear you. Okay. You couldn't get anybody together before dark fast enough? What's wrong with you? Actually, I don't think we've met. Scott Clark. Did you hawk it a little? Earth and biology. That's my mom. Yeah. She's still kicking around. Miss Rantliff? Oh, I believe it. I was going to say that it's his mom. Oh. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Sarah the daughter. That's sad. Yeah. Your daughter, what grade is she? Maybe I'll get her in my class. No. She, uh, she's with her mom in the city. Thanks for coming out, Tish. We really appreciate it. Ugh, I made it weird. My name is Hopper and I made it weird. Sorry. Oh. My name's Hopper, I made it fucking weird, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, you do want one of those. <laughs> it makes me think of um Bee and Puppy Cat. Did you ever watch that? Like it's yeah. like a short series. She's like, took too long, her candy's gone. Kaboosh! Kaboosh! I really love those massive walkie talkies. I really wanted a group of friends that 
wanted to communicate with each other that much. I really just wanted texting to be a thing. Oh, see, I, I just had, didn't know. I had a group of friends where we did conference calls in our bedrooms all the time together. It was Betsy the one that told on me for something I didn't do? <laughs> Damn it, Betsy! Betsy and Marcia. Fucking Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. She's so gorgeous. Her whole family's pretty. Ah, uh, rude. Betsy's married now. Marcia has a Ow. baby. Ow, my cat is sharp. Yes. Ooh, I have a zit on my boob. <laughs> oh! Oh, snap. Steve. Mike just got Steve sneaking into his sister's bedroom. He's just like, oh, good Poorly. Good. Steve, you are not a ninja, by the way. Well, I mean, he's not making noise. Yes, he was noticed, but he was quiet. Yeah, but he wasn't doing a good job of sneaking. No. Hi, Sharpie. This is literally how Scream starts. I've only seen it once, so I don't remember. Scream starts with her boyfriend crawling in her window. Oh, okay. Well, after Drew Barrymore dies. That was never experience I, I had. I was the one sneaking out through my window. One time I snuck... I was 13. One time I snuck in after prom... Which was, like, a whole thing. Like, I just told my parents I was staying somewhere, and then we didn't. And so I just wanted to go home and go to bed because I'm cancer. And my dog almost ate me, and my dad almost shot me. It was a whole thing. Um, that child loves ice cream as much as me. I snuck out all the time when I was living with my dad, but as soon as I lived with my grandmother, I didn't dare. I, I never snuck out when I lived in. Had a boy named Vance who snuck to my window a lot in eighth grade. Yeah. Connie Frazier looks like also Nancy DeVos. Oh, weird. I hate it. Yeah. I thought it was Betsy DeVos. Same fucking situation. You're right, though. <laughs> Sorry, I remember the names of the people I hate. Fair enough. Uh-oh. Yep. That is not a good social worker. No. That is not not helpful. You're a tiny child. Why okay, are you pointing at so her? This reminds me of something that happened to me when I was a kid. Um, you killed men with your no, paranormal powers? So, I found a stray dog. Uh-huh. And it was a Rottweiler uh-huh. that followed me home. Uh-huh. And I got home, and the Rottweilers clearly, like, ran away from home. Super cute fucking dog. It's clearly a little bit abused, so we called the dog warden to report it. Uh-huh. But the dog warden's phone line was tapped. And the guy had stolen the dog from his ex-wife and tapped the dog warden's phone, phone line this and showed up like mobster shit and pretended Riley. to be the dog warden this is some mobster shit for a dog i also in the middle of nowhere i feel like i'm too high um, <laughs> i like that she made him study but we were able to finally reunite the family with the dog and get it back from the dog warden and the family was super super sweet about it Touch your heat drop. Jesus, how many did you make? He said he wanted to help. 
No, Nancy. Because then he's just going to be naked really fast because she's not going to get anything wrong. Right. (laughs) Oh my god, they're listening to Toto. Yeah. And making out. It's the the 80s. What else are you going to do in 1983? Besides be born. I was say you were four months old. <laughs> I was being born. I was negative six. Ooh, don't make out with a boy on your bed like that, Nancy. Once it starts, it doesn't stop. No, it does not. Can confirm. Steve is such a smart ass. I, I love know. him so much. He's such a smart ass. Was this your plan all along? She is really cute when she lies. She does this like adorable yeah, nose crinkle thing. Oh, the it's nose crinkle. You are an idiot, Steve Harrington. Oh my god, so next April we should do TV shows that break the fourth wall, because it's the fourth month. And we can do Arrested Development. Write it down. It's in here. Okay. It's in there. Guys, it's in there. <laughs> it's, it's in there. It's just in the vault. It's, it's just never coming it's back on the out internet. again. <laughs> it's published. I take notes when I edit sometimes, if I'm not too high. And oh, I so. try to do that too. Not when I edit, but when I listen. I have some notes of, like, random quotes I've pulled. No, and then I, try- I go back to reread them, and sometimes I'm like, what the fuck were we talking I about? I try to be like, oh, we said we were going to do that thing. Let's do that thing. And so I'll, like, write oh, it okay. down in a place. Oh, Big Brother Breakdown. Oh, wait, is this one of the TV shows where the first episode's an hour and a half long. Oh my god, if it is, I swear to god, I'm gonna kill myself. Because <laughs> it is an indica that we smoked, so I'm just I know, like... I'm so sleepy, you guys. I think I'm gonna die. Because I'm, like, really regretting this whole I'm really double worried. episode thing we said. You know, when we started the show back in January. I mean, I'm not regretting it. I just... No, actively regretting. No, we have four minutes left. (laughs) (laughs) I almost just had a meltdown that I couldn't go to bed. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so Will just called the house from the upside down. Yes. With his brain and his will. Ah, Will used his will to call. So, she didn't actually hear him. She heard breathing and this weird sound, and then she got zapped. Phone zapped. And he just breathed. No, but as a mom, you know. Yeah, no, you know. Oh, 
that's so sad. Yeah. Oh, and his pals are looking for him. Oh my god, and he's like bribing him with a comic book. I've got your X-Men 34. Okay, 134. I bet that means something. Oh yeah. X-Men 134. I like how Dustin is like, this is a bad idea, you guys. <gasps> they hear something in the woods. Alright, so the plot. Oh, and it's a bald oh, weird girl. Alright, so here's the plot of the uncanny X-Men. Which is issue number 134 that he was just saying that he had. Yeah. The Hellfire Club has transformed Phoenix into their Black Queen. Are the X-Men too late to save her or themselves? Oh my goodness. And it's called Heroes and Hellfire. Oh, that's the name of this episode. Is it? Yeah. What? Yeah. I just uncovered my first ever self-discovered... Easter egg. Good job. I can't find Netflix ever again. Nope. Just kidding. Chapter one, The Vanishing of Will Byers. Okay. No. I just so cool. lied. Straight up. Again. On this show. It's convincing. Have you ever done a disc assessment? I bet you're an eye. I'll have to try Are to you find hitting you on me? No. <laughs> in that case, I think everybody in my office is. <laughs> Okay, we gotta go to bed, you guys. Oh, God, yeah. This is the longest episode ever. Um. Like, literally ever. Is it? I no, don't know. I think we've had longer ones with movies. Yeah, I'm sure we have. But that was actually very fun, and next week I'm gonna be with Kate, and we're gonna watch a show that scared the crap out of me from childhood, and then an actual childhood show. <laughs> but both spoopy. Spoopy. What's the show? We're watching X-Files and Goosebumps. Ha. But X-Files literally terrified oh, the yeah. crap. I, I couldn't I watch it. I was scared of it when I was a kid. I couldn't watch yeah. it. Aliens, no can. No can. No, no. Don't like it. Can't Where's do it. about the time that I thought I was abducted by an alien? No, but also people I used had... to tell me I looked like um, Jillian, what's her name, in high school. Oh, yeah, Jillian Anderson. And I would get very grouchy because I was like, ew, no one wants Have to look like Scully. And now I'm like, lately? oh, my God, please let me look like Scully. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. fucking hot. No, I woke up one day and a patch of my hair was missing in a perfect square on the back of my head. And it wasn't shaved. It was just like the hair had never been there. It was in 2013. It, like, wasn't that long ago. So you're having an alien baby soon, is what I'm hearing. No. That's what I heard. <laughs> Anyways, in closing, this show has been brought to you by our best bud sponsor, which is Changing Up Candies. Our subscription sponsor, Sensi Box, and our stoner sponsor, Aim Higher Extractions. They turn your green into gold. They do. And us. If you would like to help support the show or to check out any of our social media, head on over to pilotlights.com. And please go over to Apple Podcasts and take a few minutes to give us five stars and a review. It really is, It really helps us out on the business end of things. It doesn't make us fart. No, I just, my brain is like literally fried. Okay, we're done. Bye. Out. Out.